0: go. Okay. 9.30 is your bedtime? No, 10. 10? 9.30, 10. You go to bed much earlier than me.
1: But I But we get up for 5.30.
0: At 5.30 every morning?
1: Yeah, because the boys have to be in class at 6 because they're on Eastern time. 6 o'clock? Yeah, math. Algebra and pre-algebra. Really? Because they're on Eastern time with their Uh K-12 and so Mm -hmm. Eastern time classes start at 8 but that time difference so they have to be in math at 6 at six
0: o'clock in the morning oh my goodness so we're up really early but you finished the day earlier yeah they get
1: done at probably like round one. Oh, okay that's not too bad yeah yeah so. i guess if
0: i had my way i want to start earlier but then i got to get out of bed earlier yeah 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 i'm one of those that hits <laughs> the snooze button more than once probably <laughs> all right let's start out with a word of prayer sounds good to me father in heaven thank you so much uh, for bringing us together we have a a new fortified mission with this uh, podcast father and it's all in your hands not mine or anyone else's father it's all for you it's all in the in your honor and your glory father and we ask lord that you uh send your angels to guide us in this uh this podcast and we're hoping that melissa gets her story out and be with her and may she be uh, convicted of whatever her beliefs are and whatever she likes to speak of father and I pray that you're with us at this time father in the name of jesus we pray amen amen so that is a long list
1: yeah i didn't want to forget like the key points you took notes my chaos
0: the chaos (laughs)
1: chaos
0: yes is that with the the current kids you have right now
1: Uh, well it started a long time ago no
0: (laughs) what is this chaos you're talking about
1: well i mean you know before i became a christian because i wasn't raised a christian and so um i was raised roman catholic Mm -hmm. i was in the french culture and so my majority of my life was with the relationship i had with god was like through that denomination Mm -hmm. and so um and so i made some really bad choices along the way really and i had some really bad things happen and so you know god has used those to really bring me full circle so i'm very grateful
0: so what was it like in your household? French. I mean, I grew up in the Mexican Catholic yeah. culture, and that that's 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 intense. It's intense. Yeah. yeah, And there's a certain <laughs> certain way that this has to be done, and that prayer has to be yeah. done, and you get you, know, you you stand up enough times, you do plenty of squats. Yeah, right. You know, um, but what was it like in in your household growing up with all that?
1: Um, well, I mean, I had some really good parents. Uh, my dad was. Um, raised like um kind of like Jehovah Witness mm-hmm. um my his side of the family kind of you know they went from different denominations trying to figure out where they where they stood um but then he you know he married my mom and she was Catholic and um you know we went to you know Sunday school uh, we did all of the requirements like the first communion mm-hmm. um and all those catechism, things catechism We did all that, and so, you know, I'm very grateful that my parents put God in my life because if I wouldn't have known about God, then I wouldn't have wanted to expand to know more about God. Exactly. And so I was very grateful, you know, um, with the upbringing. At least Mm -hmm. they introduced me to God, and as an adult, I started learning more about Him. And so, um, yeah, so it was... It was actually pretty interesting, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so
0: And that's kinda how I was too. Um growing up in, in, in the household I was presented to God as well. Right. You know, uh through my grandmother primarily. She mm-hmm. was she was the one where I would see, you know, God, I would see light, I would see oh okay, this is this is what it should be like, right? Right. Now as I got to a teenager <laughs> things 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 whoa, whoa do they change and they changed drastically. Did did anything crazy like that happen to you in your later years?
1: Um, I think for me like as I got older and I went into high school, I mean, I started becoming more of the world. You know, you try yeah. to find out who you are, you know, and um, you know, I got into a relationship in high school mm-hmm. and um it wasn't the healthiest relationship. And so um I lost focus. You know, I started, you know, drinking, I started to smoke and you know, I did a little weed and those kind of things. And so
0: I've been there, too.
1: Right. You and know. so um, but part of it for me was that there was a lot of other things going on emotionally. And so I was like kind of like self-medicating myself. Yeah. Um, and so I still went to Christmas mass. I still went to Easter mass. I still.
0: And that was it. We're both Catholic. That's what we did. But right. then. Easter I mean, and Christmas. We're done. Yeah. We're set for the year.
1: You know but I, i'm very thankful my mother she went through a lot of um, stuff going on in her life and so sh- it was red flags for her so she wow. tried really hard to have an open communication with me but i was just a handful
0: <laughs> no i bet that's so was i i, I remember <laughs> i remember catechism one time we were uh i guess we were toward the end of completing it and i remember we were taking pictures and i remember the church being so hot that day Right. It was hot. It was burning up. And I was making, like, faces like Bart Simpson. Right. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, needless to say, my mother dragged me out of there <laughs> by the arm. She didn't buy me any pictures.
1: No, huh? No. You didn't she deserve was, a picture. She's all like, not with
0: that face you had, boy. <laughs> no. Right. And what I was going to ask, like, when you were, I guess, going through, you know, kind of becoming of the world and you were going yeah. through these things, was there anything in the church you were looking for someone to help you there a priest or someone there maybe to guide you
1: um i think um they had this really awesome like youth program that we used to my Mm -hmm. mom got us involved in and they had like this convention thing that we would go to and it was really um nice to be able to be around other kids that had a faith Mm -hmm. um it was more of a social aspect i think Um, But my mom really did try to to keep us involved in those kind of youth programs Mm -hmm. Um, and so if Anybody really reached out to me um It was very like like not it was um, Not in depth. It was just kind of touching the surface on things. Mm -hmm. How are you? You know? um, She did have us attend this um, weekend retreats, Mm -hmm. you know and stuff like that and so but I, a lot of the kids were struggling with the same things I was struggling with. And the counselors that were there during those programs were great. I mean, they were really good. Um, And so there was not really anybody per se that reached out to me while they saw me struggle.
0: Yeah, You
1: know, probably my family, uh, my sister, she really kind of, she's younger than I am. And she reached out to me, but you know, I just was hateful. (laughs)
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. Like, her and I did not get along at all. Ooh. And part of it is because, you know, I had a chip on my shoulder, you know. And later on, as we I got older, I really had to reconcile with her and mm-hmm. make right by her because, you know, I really wasn't the person that she needed me to be growing up sometimes. And so being the older sister, I should yeah. have been more of the older sister and less of the brat. <laughs> and I wasn't oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I was and golly I remember going to like like certain youth similar to those mm-hmm. things and just but I remember everyone was just kind of like okay we're here we believe but it was more like all right what are we going to do afterwards right that yeah. has nothing to do with what right. we just learned and sure right. at least I mean that was that was it seemed like the way things were I guess at the time.
1: Yeah, it's ironic because the, when my husband and I first started to date, um, mm-hmm. I would go to his church um, on on Sabbath, and then I would go to we go to our and Sunday like, church. What is that? Right, <laughs> that's a whole other realm right there. When I started realizing other things. Because
0: I, I remember <laughs> telling my wife when she said when I first met her, she, oh, I'm a Seventh Day Adventist. I'm like, what is that? Right, I clu- had is, never heard is of that. Is that a club before. or something? <laughs> a baseball team? Softball? What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I had never heard of it. It was bananas to me.
1: I I was always raised up in you know French Catholic, and I had never heard. I think I heard about Baptists. I was like a freshman or I was like sophomore in That's high school. Probably about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, there's Baptists around here? Like where? <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, so it was, but uh, yeah. So I started bringing. We would go to each other's churches, and
0: yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> How old were you when you were when you met?
1: Uh, yeah. well, he was he moved up to Northern Maine when he was uh eighth grade uh and uh i believe i was a senior at that time Uh and so we kind of knew each other growing up uh he was like the boy kind of next door you know he was more my sister's age Mm -hmm. and so and i was older and uh and so you know i don't i didn't want to talk to younger boys
0: you know um it would have been weird at the time
1: at the time yeah so uh yeah so when he first went to one of our uh so one of the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody was, you know, doing their thing. And then we're getting ready to go and leave and stuff. And we get out in the parking lot eventually. And, like, it's empty. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where'd everybody go? <laughs> like, I'm like, it's done. So they they bail. You know, yeah. like, they're, they're gone. You know what I mean? But with him, it's like people talk and they kind of it was like you know how are you how was your week you know we should get together we should go hiking kind of like we do here yeah Yeah. exactly and so you know that was like a new thing for him too because he was raised seven day adventist right so he was raised in the church and so you know he had other friends and stuff like that but i mean i don't think he ever attended a mass until right until he met me and so we both had to grow a lot
0: (laughs) i bet yeah there's a lot to learn because yeah i mean you know he's coming in thinking okay the, the the sabbath school stuff or mm. right you know yeah. for us and i and i remember going through catechism classes we you know we'd learn all kind of yeah. that stuff before yeah but it was pretty much like all right you you do your hour and you're done
1: right and yeah. try not
0: to fall asleep yeah at least well, at least in my case because there was some priest yeah. that i was like half the time i like,
1: didn't know what he was saying because i just would zone out sometimes i would zone out too and it's I think I remember one church we had gone to and like we were there pretty regularly like you know cuz mm-hmm. we would go. And I I would sit there and every time I would go I would like count the ceiling tiles cuz I really didn't I really didn't pay much attention.
0: Yeah.
1: And it and it showed in my life too because you know Same for me. If yeah. I would have paid attention at least at that time in high school then I probably would have had a lot less heartache along the way. Oh yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah cuz and and i guess that's one thing i'd like i i was very i was decent younger going to church but i yeah i was more of a fan
1: mm-hmm.
0: not so much a follower right right and it was kind of like well
1: and tradition yeah like you that's what your parents did that's what your grandparents did yeah that's what we did. that's all we knew yeah the, it was like yeah. right down the line like back from whatever 1700s Get <laughs> yeah, whenever
0: right? that's what
1: you did that you was traditional you Go, you, you yeah. do your
0: hour and then go about your business and yeah. you know it was it was
1: yeah
0: it was normal mm-hmm. you know and it was rare that you had men mostly starting like uh, you know young adult adult mm-hmm. where you would see you wouldn't see as many men you see more women in the church right you know what i mean I, I don't know how that was in the Seventh Day Adventists, but at least I know when we're here, yeah. You know, you 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 see. A, I don't know. I see a pretty good balance, right? You know, whereas growing up, it was it was mostly women.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> like I said, we were in like a small town, so mm-hmm. a lot of times it was just a lot of old people. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of, oh, yeah. you know, there was just a lot of old people, mm-hmm. and you know, I think there was like more women uh, in the church um, growing up and stuff but you know it was kind of like there were some i mean god fearing women i -hmm. mean and men i mean they would sing in the choir they would i mean you know some of the people that i that i had around me during my growing up years i mean you know i got involved in some of the choir stuff and Mm -hmm. which i liked i liked to sing at that time and stuff and so you know i my mom was really great she tried to really. You know, get us motivated and try to get us going to church, even if we didn't want to. And so, you know, hats off to mom. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and dad. Absolutely. I mean, he knew she was dragging us. So. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, and I, I <laughs> and I, and I try to get involved as as much as I could, but I right. think there was even a point where, hey, do you want to be an altar boy? I was like, oh uh, yeah. Oh, no, I did no, that. I couldn't do it.
1: I did it. I rang the bell. Like, you did? I, did? I think I did it once. No, I did I, they it. They tried it once, and yeah. I was
0: like. Yeah, I don't think this is for me.
1: <laughs> no, I did it. I did that. I gave wine. I did the bread thing, you know. I was like
0: Did you get real wine? Oh yeah. When you they was it was real wine, legit. It was. I remember when 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 we would go up there and I tasted it. I was like This isn't juice. <laughs> no. It's
1: straight <laughs> this up. This yeah. this is
0: this was the real deal and I was like Yeah,
1: and like when you're done giving like, you know, giving people the wine and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I mean, if there was any leftover... Uh, a lot of times the person that was giving you know giving the wine to people uh, Mm -hmm. you had to wash the cup and so when you were done you would uh, if i had like half a cup of wine in there even being a minor yeah um i would go like towards the back where the altar boys and stuff Mm -hmm. like that were and i would put down the rest of the wine then we put water in it and we rinse out the cup and then i Mm-hmm. put down the rest of it and then we'd rinse it out with like a cloth and stuff and then we would go back and sit down mm-hmm. and it didn't really dawn on me at the time <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like i'm like okay i'm like kind of I'm definitely under 21 uh-huh. you know and uh and but you know you're selling
0: those ceiling tails a little differently probably <laughs>
1: <laughs> right <laughs> oh boy yeah so i mean i did the whole altar girl thing and yeah you know um you know, and they they believe differently, uh, right. and so I understand the whole ceremony part of it. You know, and so, um, you know, all joking aside, uh, they do have their reasons why they do it. You right. know, um, but you know, as you're growing up, you don't you don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. You're just no, doing not it, really. You know, so yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I yeah, because we'll go through the church ceremonies and everything, and then afterwards, it's like, all right, well, where are we gonna go party now? <laughs> right what do we do now yeah, you know? but again night. that was just again at least here in the culture that that was just normal the, yeah the men would go off and work and yeah have their drink or their beer whatever the case would be and it was just that's all I knew yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so when 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 you started going coming to the church mm-hmm. here or um, I mean when you, the, the Adventist church I mean what what was that like for you if, when you first experienced it
1: um, I think along the way, God was definitely like working in my heart because, you know, as a teenager, like in high school and stuff, like things were happening to me. And I think God was trying to soften my heart Um, mm-hmm. for when that was inter- introduced to me. Right. Um, but uh, I think, like I said, my husband was raised Adventist. And so um, he was like, you know, I remember one time my sister, you know, she's like, Melissa, you know, I had gone over his house um, after we were done working at a restaurant, and we worked together in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. It was a local restaurant, and I had gone over there, and I had spent like you know quite a bit of time there. And you know, I remember my sister; she was like, "Melissa, you know, they're like Christians, right?" And Uh you know, basically, she was telling me I better behave myself and not be stupid, you know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And so I'm like, okay, like whatever, you know, like Uh I wasn't thinking anything, you know, but. Right. Um. I think for me, I, he was a different type of character that I wasn't used to,
0: mm.
1: you know, like he didn't cuss in front of me, you know, and, um, you know, he would open doors for women and he was just different. Mm-hmm. Like there was something different about him mm-hmm. and it, and it kind of puzzled me, you know, and, um, cause I had never really seen a character like that before. Yeah. And so, um, as I was. So obviously I would see Christianity through him, you know, because I didn't know anything about that kind of stuff really. Yeah. And so uh so when we would do Bible studies, you know, I'd have questions and he'd ask me questions and you know, there was a couple of things where you know, he would be like, well, you know, he talked about, you know, Mary, Jesus' mm-hmm. mom, and we were doing a Bible study on it and stuff and he started explaining to me you know, what he thought of Mary and, you know, and we shouldn't be really praying to Mary, right? And that was blasphemy.
0: Oh, for yeah. Like the, that is. You the, said one what? Of the, the, you're, you're not like, supposed to be whoa. praying to
1: Mary. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, mm. I legit like got upset, you know, because I mean, how can you not? How can you say that?
0: Exactly. And so I remember. Oh,
1: <sighs> it was tough. Some of the things were really hard for me to chew on. I know. I mean,
0: I'm. I'm I, I. I still have that prayer in my head, the Hail Mary. <sighs> oh Christ. yeah, me too. <laughs> it's just, we, 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 they had us repeated it, repeated so many times, right? Right. Yeah. But yeah, golly. And, and so what happened after that?
1: Well, um, you know, we continued to going like back and forth, like to different, our different, you know, Catholic and then SDA and back and forth. And, you know, I wasn't uh, baptized or anything. I was baptized when I was a baby, you know, but I was never, I never made an additional like choice to follow Christ or anything, you know? And, um, we ended up dating for about probably a month and then we got married.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so well, um, there you go. Dang. That was quick. Right. <laughs> and I d- thought
0: about a year for my wife. Dang. You take the <laughs> cake.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, and we never told anybody. So we eloped. Whoa. Yeah. So I was living at my mom's house Uh huh. and he was living at his mom's house and, we were, you're and married. we were married. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, he was 18 and uh well. I think I was 21 at the time. Yeah. And so um yeah, and so that went on for probably a little while cuz you know uh we didn't I didn't want to like tell anybody uh-huh. because I felt like I would be judged, you know, and right. I, and I didn't and I thought, you know, what am I going to do? So I ended up telling my sister first. Uh-huh. And I she was down in southern Maine, and I called her one day. I ended up Ken, uh, and I was talking to her about the situation. And and I said, well, I married Joe <laughs> and he, she was a friend. He was a friend of hers, you know, and yeah. um, she she's was like, like you what? Yeah, you know, um, she was kind of like, like, this is Melissa. So she's talking, yeah. she's thinking, oh, gosh, what happened now? You know, um, and so I said, I have to tell mom. And I said, you know, I wanted to tell you first because, you know, they were friends and, yeah, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And so, um, so I talked to her and, you know, she, I thought for sure she'd be mad. Yeah. You know, and I thought for sure, um, she'd have some nice words for me. <laughs> um, but beautiful, she, right? <laughs> um, but she was gracious. Really? She was, she was gracious and she told me that, um, you know, it was going to be fine and that she wanted to talk to mom first. Uh uh-huh. And so I was like, OK, so I gave the phone to my mom and Whoa. she talked to her. And
0: so it was over the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. So she was I don't know the exact words that were said. You know, um, and mm. if I and if I get the story wrong, sorry, Mom. Sorry, Casey. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, basically, she said, you know, Melissa has to talk to you about something and, you know, try not to be angry. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she was more the level head growing up. Okay. Uh, you know, she was more the responsible one. Mm. You know, uh, my mom went to college um, while we were in school. So I we remember my mom graduating college and everything. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. You know, my mom was a pretty strong rocking our house. And so um, but my sister took after my mom more about that. You know, mm-hmm. she was the one that did the dishes. She was on the wash oh. her own clothes. She was the one that would make supper. She was the one like she was the more responsible mm-hmm. one. And I was just kind of like mm.
0: prodigal daughter. Yeah, kinda. I was
1: like, no, I'm not washing my clothes. I'll throw them in the hallway. You know, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, I wow. was a
1: handful. I was a handful. And, you know, even to this day, like I've talked to my mom and then I'd be like, Mom, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so He's sorry. Like, oh. oh yeah, like I'll, yeah. I feel <laughs> more ways than one, but yeah. So I I ended up telling my mom, and she was livid, obviously. Really. And she called up my husband Joe, and she's like, "Bring me the paperwork right now." No. Yeah, and then he came over, and uh, we were like, what, what, half a mile from our together. I mean, we were like, oh, okay. yeah, we live right next door to each other.
0: Uh-huh. And, um, she's <laughs> like, I'm not. You don't want me to walk over there.
1: <laughs> oh, and she's feisty. She's, she's right, definitely right. feisty. And so, he came over and he brought the paperwork with him. And so uh, I remember till this day, my aunt and uncle walked in while this yeah. was all going down. Of
0: course, they have to come in. Right? And yeah, and it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> we might as well get it. Yeah, it was
1: my aunt Tammy and my uncle Bruce, yeah. and they come in and you know, my mo- they're like, hi, how are you? You know, and my mom's like, and they walked in, they just like saw like face kind of got white and they're just looking at my mom and you could tell my mom was livid and she's right. like well you're gonna hear about it eventually she's like melissa got married
0: <laughs> and boom they're like
1: maybe we should go
0: okay <laughs> you know? bye. bye see you next yeah. time
1: <laughs> yeah so i brought a lot of drama to the table dang yeah
0: yeah and your dad what did
1: my dad um He's always kind of like quiet. He doesn't say much of anything. And, uh-huh. you know, he's a truck driver and so okay. he's gone a lot. He's a lot. right? Yeah. Um, you know, having a daughter of my own right now and. Um, yeah. Having my dad have to feel something like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: till this day, I, th- I think about that and, and really? it breaks my heart. Yeah, because wow. he didn't want me down the aisle. Uh, you know, I was the first daughter. Yeah. He didn't, he wasn't able to give me away, you know, and.
0: Well, when you look at it like that, now it's like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I I wasn't thinking of the, the reality of the family dynamics, uh-huh. you know, and so I was just so broken and, and so like damaged that I just wanted something good for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was a selfish act because, you know, my husband, my, he was, <laughs> He was like no you know we need to tell them we need to talk to them let's do it right you know mm-hmm. and he was he was an honorable person you yeah. know and i was like and he didn't say anything because of me you know and right. and so you know he supported me in that decision even though in his heart he knew that it was wrong yeah you know because he, he loved me you know and so it was hard it was a hard thing but, but yeah.
0: So did he keep it from his parents, right? He I did. mean how did that one turn out?
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, his his mom and him were really close. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she knew something was going on.
0: If there was a day at Venice cursed.
1: Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And, and she'll tease me till this day. Yeah. She'd be like, Well, you came over the house at Christmas time with those the little cookies and the yeah, little yeah. card. I want uh-huh. to wish you a Merry Christmas. You know, she's like, she knew. <laughs> she She's like, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, she she mm-hmm. knew in her heart that, you know, something was going down and, you know, and um, and so, um, yeah. So she, uh, the way she kind of found out in general is I had to get, like, my tonsils out. Okay. And nobody knew we were married yet. Right. And that was on my parents' insurance. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah,
0: so I you, got You start to think of the little things, right? The the, <sighs> the, the the paperwork, the taxes.
1: Oh, seriously. Like my poor parents, you know, I'm uh,
0: not a dependent claimed anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, um so I had my tonsils out and uh-huh. my husband was after his mom to bring me him to the hospital come see me. Right. And so she was like, "Okay." Like okay. <clears throat> and so um And my mom, I think my mom knew, too, because my mom was leaving and they were coming to see me. So they met like kind of like in the elevator. And my mom was like, what are they doing here? Kind of like, you know, Uh and they're like, "Ah, hi, Hi. (laughs) you know. Um, So she walked in and, uh, you know, he's, you know, he came over and, you know, hi, how are you? You know, and of course, I'm like, I'm like, um, and so and she's like, this is weird. Like, I feel like I'm seeing a daughter-in-law. Oh, boy. And I'm like, did you tell her? I'm like, did, how, did you tell her? You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, and, and he just kind of shook his head like, no. And um, But, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if I told her or he told her. I can't remember how exactly she found out. Yeah. But, I mean, she was uh, older, and so she had been through a lot in her life. And right. so, you know, she was hurt that he didn't tell her. But she understood why he didn't say anything and it was cause of me. And I made it clear that it was cause of me I didn't feel comfortable and this and that. Um right. it was very immature and so um you know, she was hurt that she didn't know. But I mean she was forgiving, you know, and my mom too. My mom and dad forgave me too, but okay. you know, at the time, boy, it was it was like God in light or like Dallas, you yeah. know. It was <laughs> right <laughs> it was, yeah, it Woo. was like knots landing, you know. And yeah.
0: So once Okay, everyone found out. Yeah, yeah. What? Where was God in all this for you all? Did did were you all praying together, or were you going through different bumps in the road with that and the church? Or
1: I think, uh, well, I started like kind of walking away from the Catholic uh, denomination. Yeah. Um, there were some things that I was questioning, and you know, I just didn't feel I was getting answers. And so I felt like I was getting more answers through the SDA denomination. Right. Um, and things were making kind of like a little bit more sense to me. And so um, God definitely was involved at that time because, you know, like I said, I started feeling bad that we didn't tell nobody, yeah. um, you know, and I mean, how could it be bad if you've found someone that completes you, you know? And so well, um,
0: Holy Spirit conviction, right? Yeah.
1: There. Yeah so yeah so i mean um i started going more towards doing a church with him and we were studying our bibles together um and so uh we ended up moving in together we, mm-hmm. we stayed in um his mother's camper
0: <laughs> really <laughs> we okay. did
1: uh she had a camper and so she said well if you guys want to just have your alone time you guys can stay in the camper because mm-hmm. um, he was leaving for the navy oh okay uh and so he was leaving in june and uh we got married february oh he's gonna i'm really bad with dates we're
0: gonna edit this out okay yeah you're not watching okay <laughs> he's everywhere.
1: great he can this man can remember everything like oh, any boy. date, everything everything um but february
0: 21st oh there you go yeah
1: it only took 22 years but anyways <laughs> <laughs> no so um yeah so he yeah, we anniversary got anniversary coming up then yeah yeah, it's going to be 22 years. Cool. Yeah, 22 years. That's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. And um, so we got married in February, end of mm-hmm. February, and he was leaving for the Navy in June. Wow. Yeah, so we had that short time together um, before he left. So, yeah, so it was, uh, and we went to church. We were going mm-hmm. to church, and we were doing Bible studies and, you know, trying to really, I guess, enjoy each other before he left. Mm-hmm. And. I found out I was pregnant. Yeah, well, hello. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Congrats. I sure did. Uh, so at that time, I had quit smoking, actually. I was...
0: I, I would hope so, yes, yeah. at <laughs> the very least. Now, there's some Mexican Catholic mothers that it, it's, te, it's tequila and malboro all day. It, it happens, but yeah, yeah, good thing you did that.
1: I did, uh, because it really bothered my husband, when because um, I was a bartender. Well, at that restaurant and a waitress. And so mm-hmm. I smoked for quite a while and well, not that long. But, you know, i was a smoker. Yeah. And uh, when I was around him, it bothered him a lot. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to be around him. So I just wouldn't really smoke around him. Yeah. Um, and so um, before before we got married, I had actually quit smoking and I had quit drinking, I had quit smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God had convicted my heart and, you know, I loved my husband. And so yeah. I, I felt like, you know, I really needed to do that for us. And so I had quit. And uh, but uh, yeah, I think I was married maybe a month or two, and I was pregnant. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was pregnant. You're so. like, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. I was like, now what? No. Yeah.
0: So, it, so he, he took off to the Navy, right? He and did. so how long was he gone for?
1: Uh, he I was gone he- for a little while. Um, I ended up moving back up in my my mom Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we had some things to work on, I felt, with our relationship. And it really bothered me. I wasn't as close as I should be with her. Right. Um, And I needed to make amends with my sister, you know, um, Mm. because, like I said, I I had really hurt a lot of people along the way. And it was a lot of that was just because, you know, I had gone through a lot with a bad relationship in high school. And then um, one of my best friends in high school died oh Uh, yeah and then uh another person that was a big part of my life um he died in a car accident a drinking and driving car accident uh within a year of each other yeah um and then you know i got uh sexually assaulted uh when i was yeah when i was a junior in high school i think i was i think it was a junior and so you know having all that baggage you know um I really lost my way. And so, you know, when my husband left for the navy, I moved back in with my mom and I really needed to make I really felt like I needed to make amends with every but everything. Mm-hmm. And apologize and with my sister too. You know, God had been working on my heart and you know, I I remember the conversation I had with her like we were outside mm-hmm. and I was talking to her about everything and we were both crying and I told her I was sorry and you know, everything and she she was like well how do i know you've changed how do i know like you're not going to be like like the old melissa and how do i know and i said you know you don't know i don't care how bad you treat me i don't care what happens the fact that i'm going to stick around even though you don't want me around that's how i'm going to show you that i'm sorry and so you know it was a good summer because i was making those bridges I was connecting those bridges back you know and I could remember you know feeling so bad and that definitely was the Holy Spirit because you know I mean having a sister it's my sister and my brother and so Mm -hmm. my brother's older than us but he's six years older than me so uh, you know having a sister is a blessing and so you know I can't believe I kind of just took it for granted for so long right yeah
0: and I think that's kind of part of the healing process once you really start to discover God's word right. in a way that you never read it before, or studied it before and right. then there's that conviction and then it's you know I am trying to remember the the verses or where it would or the verse it would say you know if you have a a problem or an issue with someone you go to that person right and, right. and you, you you sort it out mm-hmm. you know there's and and that's powerful cuz that's very hard to do there's always a lot of pride <laughs> You know, and it's like, yeah. ah, there's, it's that need to be right, you know, and yep. and it's like, oh, but, the, or making the excuses that there's a reason why I did all this, you know, yeah. and, and sometimes, you know, we, we hurt people that way too, you know, and we, yeah, and it, it can be a major struggle.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely good, but I mean, it was, it was really hard. I mean, but, you know, to make amends, they made it easy, you yeah. know. Because, you know, growing up, family was everything, you know? And so good, bad, and different, like, y- you have your family. Yeah. They might not agree with you, but, you know, you suck it up and you do what you got to do, you know? Exactly. Yeah.
0: And so, so while your husband was gone, like, were, were you still going to the church on your own, still studying on your own? Or were, did, did you have other uh, fellow people there at the church to study with? or?
1: Yep. I was... Uh, I was still going to the SDA church like Mm -hmm. um, my husband's mom she would take me and I think I went a couple times with my mom too like yeah I think it was a couple times I went with her too Um, and so I was still going to church and I was still searching you know um, and of course like God had blessed me uh, with a child and so it kind of puts you in a different place Mm -hmm. when you're pregnant and then you know I didn't I wasn't self-medicating anymore so I had to really be healthy and so uh you know it was God was still working, and I was still doing my Bible studies, and I was reading books, and I was really trying to find my way mm-hmm. and do it in a way where you know I wasn't destructive, you right. know and that was a really hard place for me to be,
0: oh yeah absolutely yeah. And, uh, and and you know it's it's and you know I were talking about this earlier, where sometimes a, a lot of people we know you know it, it can be hard to share God when sometimes they just feel guilty for the current life they live or the way they're living. Right. And, cause I've always heard like, ah, th- maybe later on when I get older yeah. and it's like, let me make myself better. There's yeah. always that one line I always hear. And it's like, yeah, if that were the case. Right. Right. If you could make yourself perfect or better, right. then there's no need for God in your life. Right. Then there's, right. There's, there's no way for him to work right. in you. And you know and, and and i encourage everybody listening and you know w- when you hear melissa's story and, and everyone else on our podcast that you know just show up as you are
1: that's right
0: you know whether you're you smoke you drink you whatever the case may be
1: whatever whatever yeah. things you're struggling whatever with, you're struggling with come as you are
0: come as you are yeah because believe me we're, we're 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 the same way we have our struggles and mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of stuff we want to get better with our lives obviously there's 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 so much that we want to pray about and help each other and it's it's a place where we can come together and right. talk to each other you know it's lean a hospital it's a hospital
1: that's right. right
0: and you know no one's trying to be better than anybody else Mm-mm. you know we all struggle we're all we're all hypocritical or at some point or some way right and you know we're all but here we willingly admit it and, and we know you know, we, we're in need of a Savior to help us. You know what I mean?
1: That's right.
0: Man. And, and you know, th- it's funny. Like, I, I hear this story, you know, do you need Jesus to go to heaven? You know, and <laughs> you need Jesus to go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> there <laughs> you go. That's true. And, man, <laughs> Melissa, you definitely needed Jesus telling your mom.
1: <laughs> oh, I
0: definitely needed Jesus. Wow. Let me tell you. And yeah. So now, fast forward to now. Yeah got your family yeah you know you all are here in our church what is what what what's I guess what's the focus now or how how is how's life much different than it was when you first uh, got married
1: well I mean I think the biggest thing is that I I have a relationship with God you know and you know um, once I had my son uh, I went I had a very hard um, delivery and so mm. I ended up paying preeclampsia. And so I ended up being on life support for a little while oh, when I gave goodness. birth to him. I went, I was preterm, so I was, mm-hmm. I think, 30, 32 weeks or something like that. Um,
0: My wife was similar with Valerie. I think she was at 34, probably. Really? But yeah, I it might was, have been a about primie. 30.
1: I'm not sure. I think yeah. it was 32 weeks, 33 weeks. Um, at, but uh, I got real sick, and so I was on life support. And uh, when I woke up, I found out that I was barren. I couldn't have any more children. They had to remove uh, some of my reproductive organs and stuff. And so wow. I fell back into my old lifestyle. Oh. Uh, so.
0: Satan's always trying to mess with us wherever he can.
1: Yeah. It was tough. I mean, I don't even know how my husband survived. <laughs>
0: He loves you that much for not, not to tell anybody not to say a word to love you no matter to, what yeah. to go through it all.
1: Yeah. Praise the Lord. He Praise was there God. when I gave birth. And yeah. so uh, he was there and I had a C-section, emergency C-section. Yeah. And uh, he was there. And um, later on, when I finally started coming off life support and stuff, um, I was um, I wrote where I was writing stuff and stuff down. And I wrote, yeah. we need to talk about birth control. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not knowing I couldn't have kids. Yeah. And he just looked at me. He just kind of smiled and didn't say anything. And, you know, he was uh, definitely a rock. You know, he was there for me. And, um, you know, even after I, had, I gave birth to my son, uh, I started drinking again yeah. and, and smoking. And it became a regular thing where yeah. uh, I went from being pregnant to being menopause. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so... I had a really struggle, and I think my husband put up with that for about six months. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, Listen, I'm not raising my son this way. And he's like, You need to pick your choose, you know, your family or your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so wow. I decided I would start going to church and start doing Bible studies because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to keep my family.
0: Oh, yeah. He's you a know. keeper.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep him like another
0: 40 <laughs> years or so, maybe. Right. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. And so, with that being said, it's been, uh, what, 20 years? My son remembers. Mm-hmm. He was, I think, three. He mm-hmm. says he remembers me getting baptized. I don't know. Really? I don't know. He says he does, but I'm not sure.
0: That's a good thing. Yeah. Right. The, the kids, kids see. Everything in here, everything.
1: Yeah. And we renewed our vows in the church oh, once I became a Christian. My dad got to walk me down the aisle. Yes. Yes. Yes, dad.
0: There and you so go. My mom was Brownie there. points now. We got to know. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right. So God is the God of healing.
0: Absolutely.
1: Relationships, emotions, physical healing. And, you know, he has taught me so much. You know, I'm 44 now and uh, it's been a work in progress and I'm he's still working on me absolutely um but you know the things i've gone through i wanted to do this because you know when you go through hard times you just at that time you just don't think you're going to get through it right. and it's just a season
0: it is you know
1: it's nothing that
0: time and a season for everything
1: that's right it's not going to be forever exactly you know tomorrow's a new day and you know hold on for the ride you know and so god has definitely saw me through a lot of hardships and everything and you know i don't want anyone to be discouraged you know because so many times people feel like you said they feel like i'm not good enough or you know i'm not i'm not that you know saint or i'm not this and i'm not that and you know that doesn't matter no you know you know jesus was among many people that were sinful during his time absolutely and he was there with you know the women and the drunkards and all of this stuff and you know it's that's life that's real life you know having this mentality of being godly or a christian person and you have to be perfect that's 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 a frame of mind that's not reality
0: not at all and and i know because we're doing reflect revive studying <laughs> revelation and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know I, I think we were re- i don't remember what part it was but you know he's not afraid to call us his his brethren that's right. to be among us mm-hmm. that's that's the king of the universe saying i want to be with you right you know what i mean and then
1: if you don't feel special then
0: yeah <laughs> i mean you know yeah yeah absolutely you know and i think that's the biggest thing the the key word you said relationship you know yeah and and i and i tell people you know regardless of your your creed religion whatever the case may be right the key word is relationship and Mm -hmm. prayer i think and just talking to god it doesn't you don't necessarily have to be in prayer all the time but Mm -hmm. at least trying to communicate talk to him be you know and just be honest with it because he knows
1: (laughs) well yeah i mean he, he knows what you're struggling with you can hide or try to hide but you can hide people but you can't <laughs> hide from God Absolutely. and he loves you no matter what Sin, yeah. and sinful stuff or whatever it doesn't mm-hmm. matter and so you know but it's hard for us to understand that agape love you know that love of I love you no matter what that un- that unconditional, unconditional. love because here on earth we don't think of that the worldly yeah. expectations are not unconditional love
0: yeah and you know it's and with people you know there's always going to be Probably mistakes made, right. Failure. And sometimes I think people hold too many people to a pedestal. Right. Really high. And and we look to those people for answers for mm-hmm. for everything. Where where you know you could meet some great people and find inspirations, you can find hope. Right. But ultimately the, the, the trust and the love has to rely on Christ.
1: Yeah. The most definitely, because those people are gonna let you down. All the time. You know,
0: and we got to forgive. Yeah.
1: A Carol, um, my husband's mom, mm-hmm. uh, I remember some of the stuff was, I was struggling spiritually with some stuff. And, you know, she had shared an experience with herself. Um, right. And, you know, one of the elders of the church, because my husband, Carol was raised, um, I think it was like Methodist or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she got to know about Christ uh, because my husband was a SIDS baby. And so he was uh, in Boston for like a year on these machines because he would stop breathing at night Oh wow. and so she wanted to know what would happen with her about you know her child if he died yeah. so she found this track of some sort I guess and all oh, the globe tracks yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 so she found this track and uh there was a number to call Put them everywhere
0: people that's right track it out <laughs> track <No>. it out
1: <laughs> and uh she started bible studies and uh wow. she had an experience and One of the elders told us, like, you know, you're not here for everybody else. Keep your eyes on Jesus and not the people. There you go. And, you know, if more people would take that to heart, there'd be less people walking away. Yes. And it's not just with SDA. It's it's Baptist, Catholics, anybody. Presbyterian. Yeah, everything. Every denomination you can think of. Right. You know, we have a tendency to look at people too much and realize and not realize that that has nothing to do with them.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, you, you keep your eyes on the prize and not on the people, you know. Right. And, and so, you know, she was, uh, yeah, sh- she's always shared stories like that with me as I kind of was growing as a Christian. And so I mm-hmm. really appreciate that.
0: That is good. Yeah. She experiences was, and yeah. life stories are always the best. That's right. Where, that's where you learn. learning. Right. You really get to know someone, and you're going to be like, oh, okay, that explains <laughs> Right. a lot of things now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. so yeah.
0: Now you have more children
1: I do I do have more children they're definitely
0: blessings they're a lot of fun
1: yeah they uh, God has definitely blessed me (laughs) along the children aspect you know Uh, I never uh, gave birth again Uh, what happened is my husband joined the Marine Corps Mm -hmm. uh, shortly after everything but um, we were looking into uh, in vitro and stuff like that things that would help us get pregnant I still had a uterus so Mm -hmm. I was still able to carry um, but that did not work out for me because just financially was so expensive to do. So um, I decided, we, my husband and I decided to be foster parents okay. in North Carolina. And oh. so we did that while he was in the Marine Corps. And when he got out, we went back to Maine. And uh, we were foster parents in Maine. And, mm. um, you know, my, my heart was in the right place of I wanted to do this to help children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I went to college behavioral science and I really had uh, my heart was drive to that Um, but in deep down I really wanted a daughter you know and Uh I was like and I would pray and pray and pray and pray you know all the foster children that we got you know they never came up for adoption so we didn't I was like Lord I'm like you know which children are best for us I don't want to choose between you know, a child or a home or whatever. Right. So whatever children come up for adoption, <coughs> those are the children for us. Like, I, I like, I was kind of bossy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. No. Right. <laughs> and so uh, I praised to God. I was like, you know, I can't choose. So you need to choose for us. And so we were probably foster parents for about 10 years. Oh wow. And um, we ended up getting uh, a placement and uh, it was two brothers first, and then a third brother.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the sister. There you go. Uh,
1: I was about three months into it, and the sister came into care. And uh, you know, I, I remember calling my husband when the, the uh, caseworker came in and says, uh, and the lawyer was there too. We had this big like ISP meeting mm-hmm. and stuff. and they're like,, uh, well, you know, the little girl's here, you know, and they're all kind of looking at me. Yeah. And I had the brothers. So uh, they're like, do you think you could take her, too? And I said, I need to make a phone call because <laughs> <Right.
0: laughs>
1: my God bless my husband. Like, you know, he's put up with my shenanigans. But, you know, I'm kind of, yeah. you know, I called him and I told him what was going on. And he's like, well, he's like, because I was feeling really <laughs> overwhelmed. I mean, I went from one child. Um, my boy, my oldest boy was about probably think around 11, I think, at the time or okay. 11 or 12. Um, and." <laughs> I said what was happening and my husband says, well, what do you think, what are you thinking? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? I said, well, I don't know, what do you think? And he's like, finally, he's like, well, let's, let's try it. You know, let's, why don't you bring her home? Cause I mean, okay. she was just dropped off at the DHS office. How old was she at the time? 18 months. Okay. So she was just dropped off with her car seat and a plastic bag of her clothes. Um, and the person that she was with um, said he couldn't do it anymore and whatever, so. Um, so I brought her home, and the kids had no idea I was bringing their sister home. And so uh, I brought her home, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, look, guys, look who I have. And they're like, oh, wow, you want to keep her? And they're like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> so the boys were really excited, um, and she never left.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we got
0: the dot. Hey, prayers answered right that, there. That's
1: right. We had them for about two years, all, all mm-hmm. four of them. And, um, you know, my oldest boy wanted to keep them. Mm-hmm. and uh we wanted to keep them and wow. so we kept them so in 2016 we, pur- we, don't say purchase, we purchased them. we purchased <laughs> we purchased them Jesus was um, with uh, us at Walmart right <laughs> 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 um yeah so we we did that anyway we didn't delete that part out but anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> no uh so yeah so 2016 we adopted them all and so we, we were a family of five kids wow yeah God bless you God was God's been amazing to me
0: and how you know? is it how has it worked with now with them growing up raising your own family you know in, the, in a Christian household now
1: um, I think God is still working on my house myself and my husband I mean you know my oldest boy I talk to and I say you know I'm sorry you're my guinea pig you know because <laughs> you know <laughs> um, we'd made a lot of mistakes along the way um, sure. and we're still trying to be better Christian parents and you know, these children were not in any Christian homes. Um, so when they first came, it was that was the first thing they, they didn't know about Christ. Mm. But you know, the ironic thing is, is they all had biblical names. Right. Their, their birth names were all biblical. Wow. And so, but they had no idea what that meant. What it meant, right. So, you know, they went through a lot of trauma. And so it was a lot of healing process for them. But you know, all the hardship that I went through, I was able to help them through with what they went through. And so it was it was meant to be it was it was just amazing how God worked it out where, you know, um, I was able to be vulnerable with them and uh, help them through their their traumas. And so, you know, our the oldest boy, he was six at the time, but, you know, he had he had a lot of trauma and stuff. And um, the next one. So it was six, Mm -hmm. five, three and 18 months. So they were all under the age of six. Wow. So. um, but yeah, throughout the process, uh, two of them have already been baptized. Mm-hmm. They, they chose to uh, follow Christ on their own.
0: Uh, the,
1: two, uh, the other two have not made that decision yet. But, you know, God is merciful and he's great. And so I know like whenever they feel in their heart that they want to make that commitment, they will. And so um, they've never rejected the Bible. They have never uh, given us a hard time about going to church. Mm-hmm um and so i mean god worked with all of us yeah. you know and i think
0: they love it and they love hanging out with you know my kids and oh yeah the other kids here and it's just yeah. just a joy to see them all you know hanging out playing and
1: yeah it's just you know it's amazing it's just amazing how god worked things out so
0: you know i can't thank you enough for doing this melissa this is a, you have an awesome awesome story Is there anything else on that list you got that we missed? She made Uh, a long list, folks.
1: Well, I didn't want to forget anything, you know, and I was praying that I would actually remember everything that key points that, you know, might help somebody out there. Awesome. You know, and um, through everything that I've been through, uh, you know, I just want to make it a plea that, you know, don't lose faith in yourself. You know, you're worth it. Absolutely. You're, You're worth the time. You're worth everything to God. You know, and so, you know, whenever you're feeling low, whenever you think that, you know, things are not going the way you think they are, God has a plan for you. You are designed for a purpose. Yes. And um, I'm very thankful for my family, my mom and my dad and, you know, um, you know, my siblings and everyone that had an influence on my life. And, you know, without me having to be humble, you know, I definitely would not have been able to you know, get right with everybody that I needed to. So God help me change my heart on that.
0: Awesome. Praise yeah. God. Really? Do you want to close us out with prayer? I would love to. Yes, I please. would love to go for it. Because,
1: you know, my bedtime is like 930. I know
0: we're getting there and my <laughs> mic's ready to fall. <laughs> right? I need a crew, folks. <laughs> right. I'll t- if you want to sign up, you're hired. <laughs> right. Go for it.
1: <laughs> all right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all the blessings that you've given us. of the things that we know about and what we don't know about. Lord, we want to thank you for dying on the cross for us and giving us the opportunity to change our hearts and to be with you in heaven forever, Lord. Um, we come to you this evening and we would want you to, we would actually ask you to uh, continue to bless our families and anybody who's listened to this, Yes, Lord, uh, please be with them and and have them fi- have the feeling of that they're so important and they were designed for a purpose, Lord. And you know, no matter where you're at, you come to Jesus' feet, he'll grab a hold of you and he, he'll he take care of you. Uh, please, God bless all my, my, my parents and, uh, you know, my mother-in-law and my family. And, you know, help me to continue to grow in the Lord and, you know, and my children. And uh, just thank you for everything that you've blessed us with, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. Sure. Anytime.
0: You got it. Bye, Uh, everybody.
1: Bye. Thank you.